0: In this episode of Novel Predictions, Kales thinks evil clock towers are trying to take over the world.
1: Like, but that's what the evil guy's doing. He's like, oh, if you bond with me, you can control time and we have to build this bond and blah, blah,
0: Welcome back to Novel Predictions. I'm Allison, and this month I'm rereading Timekeeper. And I'm Kales, and I'm reading it for the first time. Well, hi, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, We were just off mic talking about how this is our 21st book, so we're finally drinking age. We're
1: drinking age. (laughs) Look at us go. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense because you're the odd number book. Yeah.
0: We're creeping towards 2 years doing this podcast which doesn't seem possible.
1: No. So we just
0: wanted to say before we do anything else, thank you so much for listening to our awesome our awesome listeners. We would still be doing this without you probably, but we're happy that we're not screaming into the ether.
1: Yes, you guys are amazing. Um those of you who comment on our book club, those of you who share on social media and talk to your friends about the podcast, we're just so grateful. Um, thank you guys, seriously, for listening and promoting. And thank you again to Book Riot, who promoted us all those times ago that helped us get a bunch of listeners. And we're just really amazed. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time and listening and reading along with us. Yeah.
0: So we hope you're reading Timekeeper. Hope you can find a copy. Um,
1: oh my God. Let, okay. Let's, let's hear talk the story. about this saga for, for, for a fucking second. Okay. So we're recording this on the day that hopefully we're going to release it, it might be like a day earlier. Just depending on how this all turns out but my point <laughs> is so we had to push it back because i one i didn't know how many pages i was supposed to read because poor allison was in nashville and and then she's also not feeling well yeah, and so it was just like traveling a delay. and sick and so good yep. combo yeah so then so not only that but then i could not find a copy of this fucking book like i i can't i can't do it because here's the thing i could find it if i was an amazon person yeah i'm not If you guys haven't heard me rant about it yet, go back and listen. You haven't been listening long enough. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I don't buy things off of Amazon. And unfortunately, when that happens, sometimes these situations occur. Yeah. Where this book is just old enough that it's not in any bookstores. I did special order it for my bookstore the minute I knew it was ours, but it's on back order. Mm So it's coming, but it's on back order.
0: I'm surprised by that, actually, because she just had a new book come out. And it's been popular. So I wonder if they'll print more timekeepers. Maybe.
1: Um, So it's coming. Um, I get it soon. (laughs) But I didn't get it in time. Then no Barnes & Noble in the entire state of Colorado had a copy. I looked. (laughs) And then I have eight library cards, guys. I have eight. Because in the state of Colorado, you don't have to have an address in your county. You just have to have a Colorado license uh, license or an ID in order to get um, a library card yeah. from the district. And so I have eight library cards. And then I have one little lonely library card from Wisconsin from when I went to school there. None. None of the books. There were two libraries that had the three libraries that had the books that were all checked out. Yeah. Boulder Public Library has book two and book three on their ebook selection, but don't even have book one.
0: Well, that doesn't make sense. That's just bad I know. policy.
1: I know. I was like, what the fuck is this? So eventually I was like, well, fuck, what am I going to do? Then I remembered Libro FM exists. And luckily Libro FM had an audiobook copy. And so I had a credit from Libro, which is the independent bookstore version of Audible. And I was able to get it from there. But holy shit chicken shit fuck like i was like i was desperate to get this book and i was like why can i not find it anywhere i did
0: find a physical copy in what our, i told you it was at smoky hill oh library. it was at smoky hill library
1: yeah. i should have yeah i yeah i could have gone and gotten that but i, I told I, I got the
0: audiobook on sunday she was out running errands and i said i found a physical copy at smoky hill like i can get it for you and then she was like no i'll get it and then she did and then i did it <laughs> but anyway, it's all my fault but yeah, i got the
1: audiobook so that's what matters i had i do i do have it i did read through chapter six like we were supposed to good. i did get i got an ebook copy
0: um oh it's you well but there's your fault <laughs> there's two libraries that have them or three there's three libraries that i oh but you aren't on one of them um i have five am library I,
1: cards um so two of, what one am i not on Jeffco? Anything. Oh, that's right. Anything. I was like, shit, I need to get... Th- I was like, wh- what Welcome do I Welcome to your not tutorial
0: have... on Denver metro area,
1: area libraries. <laughs> libraries. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is irrelevant to most of you. Uh, I know. Anyway, so If two any of you are in Colorado, there two, there's,
1: there's a way to get libraries.
0: are two <laughs> copies um, from two different libraries, and I got one of them, and then I looked for the other one for Kale's, but it was checked out, and it only said it was going to be a few days, but... It was a few days too few days, sh- too long, yeah, too long. So, but we did it, and this was we not did it. sponsored content for Libro FM, even though we love them.
1: I love Libro FM; <laughs> they're incredible, and they're really great to booksellers because we get free audiobooks every month that we get to review. And I just downloaded like five hundred dollars worth of audiobooks, and I got them all for free. It was great. Well, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, um... <laughs> okay. So, tell me
0: how are you how are you liking Timekeeper? Oh my god, it's so good. <gasps>
1: really? I love it. Oh my god, I'm
0: so happy right now.
1: I had to, it was so hard to stop the audiobook. I I hit chapter seven. I was like, re, I was listening to it last night, playing video games, and I was like, no, no, shit, 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 shit. I have I hit chapter seven <laughs> and I had to stop. And I was like, oh god damn it. And I really like it a lot i'm gonna cry like, i'm so happy right now a lot it's so okay so you, do you have the summary on, wait, nearby wait
0: you were so skeptical when i, I handed you this book that i was i am so vindicated right now <laughs> i'm gonna hate it
1: give me two no, weeks and so we'll up. get you're to the not. review episode
0: <laughs> it's not gonna happen okay i can read the summary get so to the review episode to yes i was gonna say do you have the summary <laughs> i do if you give me like a whole second let's
1: see one mississippi (laughs) Yeah. wow that looked really funny on my recording i'm sure it did okay
0: all right so timekeeper by tara sem it is the beginning of a trilogy and the trilogy is all out so if you read with us you can binge through it like we're doing with the mortal coil books right now
1: i've already finished all three of them on the third one
0: Anyway, we're not talking about that on this podcast. Uh, No. (laughs) Okay, so here is the summary for a tent I was in an accident. I got out. I'm safe now. An alternate Victorian world controlled by clock towers where a damaged clock can fracture time and a destroyed one can stop it completely. A prodigy mechanic who can repair not only clockwork but time itself... Determined to rescue his father from a stopped town, a series of mysterious bombings that could be jeopardizing all of England, a boy who would give anything to relive live his past, and who would give anything to live at all, and a romance that will shake the very foundations of time.
1: That's a shitty It's a
0: terrible description. So here's what it's the a book a terrible is about. description. <laughs> so it's a
1: shit that's a shit marketing. So, ploy. Who, so who the fuck published this? I don't I don't know.
0: So here's Scroll. the um do you really want me to look yes you're so weird okay i work in books i know sky pony
1: oh okay i'm not sure who that's a they used to be app. owned by simon and schuster and now they're not probably anywhere. in this
0: in 2015 they were yeah or 2016 anyway so basically this is a book about a it's it is set in an alternative england um mm-hmm. that's very steampunky seeming because it's like victorian but there's cars um and then the there's this concept of clock towers controlling time for their time zone um yes and each clock tower has it looks like a normal clock tower but if something goes wrong with it then time starts to screw up so in the first couple chapters we see um the number two numeral fall off of a clock and the town just skips the two o'clock hour um which would mean eventually they would become out of sync with the rest of the world. And they also had one where the minute hand fell off. So time was moving in bursts on the hour. Yep. So it's really cool. It's a really cool system.
1: Like, almost magic, but, like, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, they're, like, um, the description with it had to do with gods and had to do with the fact that there were some um gods that were passed down their powers to um, to, to humans and that's how they um were able to like sense time and there's this whole bit about just because someone has the proclivity to sense time does not mean that they should be a mechanic yeah but this but danny is such a prodigy when it comes to time and fixing clocks but he was in this terrible explosion yes Of One of the Clocks, which her portrayal of PTSD is excellent. It's very good. It's so good. Like, it makes my heart race. Like, I have to pause it a little bit because of his own panic attacks and and my panic attacks. It's not triggering per se, but it's just like, oh, like, he's panicking. I'm not. You know, it's a very um, well done for this era. Um, I also thought how she handled... His queerness is also really interesting in this alternate Victorian world, which does feel very, very steampunky just with the clocks and the mechanics and the cogs and the cars and the... the, the, I picture the whole thing in like a coat of smog. Yeah, like um, very dirty and gritty. Yes. London. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. So
0: our main character, Danny, is a clock mechanic. Um, He is openly queer, which has only recently become
1: legal legal
0: um and is it seems like the world at large kind of views it as like oh okay instead of like outright hatred or um being dismissed by anyone yeah it's much more surprise yeah it's more of a surprise and like not sure what to say kind of reaction to queerness than a um violent reaction yes that you may expect in this kind of time period story Mm -hmm. which is great um and but there's still issues with it and i think that that's kind of nice but i also like that this is not a coming out story
1: yes oh my gosh i'm obsessed yeah
0: um and so danny is our, our clock mechanic he's 17 he's the youngest clock mechanic he was in an accident with an explosion he made it out um but he was has ptsd he's trying to get back into working with clocks because He wants to work on this project to build a brand new clock tower, which hasn't been done in hundreds of years.
1: Yeah, and it's supposedly going to free his dad. Right,
0: because his dad is in a town that was stopped. Like, the time was stopped there because the tower was destroyed. Mm -hmm. So his dad has been trapped in this town that's stopped in time for three years um, without any communication between him and Danny.
1: Which has wrecked his mother.
0: Yeah, his mother is absolutely destroyed.
1: Yeah, just cannot function yeah and it's really sad it's like it's hard and
0: their relationship is super strained and that's hard and oh there's a lot of emotions in this book yeah um and so danny goes on a couple of jobs um Mm -hmm. and he thinks he's working with this very cute assistant
1: Um, oh I I have a thing about this. Sorry, but he
0: finds out. Oh, gosh, I'm ready to hear it. He finds out at the very end of our section of reading that the person he was working with on these this clock tower, this one clock tower is not his assistant. It is the spirit of the clock tower,
1: which I fucking called. I didn't even know that spirits were a thing in the book, but the minute that the kid in the clock. tower, So, okay, I will be honest. At first, I thought he was a time traveler.
0: Oh, because of the, like, golden aura around him? Yes.
1: And so his eye was fucked up. Yes. At the start. And then it was fixed. And then it was his hand mm-hmm. when the minute hand was broken. And that's when I knew that he was, like, attached to the clock tower somehow. And yeah. I was like, okay, he's, like... And because we had gotten... We hadn't learned about clock spirits yet. Right. Um, But we learned about, like, the gods. And we learned about, you know, kind of how these towers came to be. And I was like, "Oh my God, he's like a god trapped in this clock, or he's like fused to this clock. He's the clock somehow, right?" right. That was my whole thing. Because the, the minute the that injuries, his hand was broken, the injuries
0: that he was had on his body were matching the injuries on the tower.
1: Yes, right. And so originally, though, like when he first popped up, I totally was like, "Oh my God, he's a time traveler," and every time he ta- travels through time like something is deformed in him oh yeah. and that's why he can't go get drinks with him and that's all this stuff and then I was like oh no he's tied to the clock well, I'm like glad that's you
0: got that much and you weren't about to give me a story about time travel
1: <laughs> it was totally gonna happen <laughs> and then like I said when it was the hand thing I was like yeah, oh no, no 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 I got this I still don't know where we're going with it okay. and I still don't necessarily know what the fuck this plot is but i'm here for it um and i was super proud of myself about knowing about the clock not that it wasn't that obvious but she fucking told us by chapter five which is very interesting to me because i would have thought that that was like the plot. a major plot point and it's
0: not it's not i mean and they've already
1: snogged
0: yeah they already kissed very cute it was a good kissing too
1: i know i liked it a lot
0: and they kissed like at the end of chapter five i think um yeah and I gave you chapter six because it has a little bit more progression in, like, the world at large plot rather than just the yeah. Danny and Colton plot.
1: Well, and you also gave me, like, at least I got maybe an antagonist. Like...
0: There's a lot of characters introduced.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I still don't have a conflict other than an internal one. Like, I don't have an external one, really, which is hard, Um and i have no idea where this fuck is like i don't and i'm i'm sitting here like she stretched this shit out into a trilogy like what what is going on here um but i like his um auto mechanic friend she's super great yeah, cassie i think yes um adore her no i love her friend i love that cassie has her own trauma that they've bonded over of her brother that died in the car accident cuz she didn't she feels like she didn't check his car right and that's very interesting so it's like really fascinating this real world instances that she's weaving into the narrative and how it's not just about magic clocks and time and stuff and there's like some real oomph to it
0: yeah i think my favorite part about this story and why i was so happy to share it with you is that she really tarasim really dives in on the character development
1: yeah, really this is early. so, yes, this is, it's got you written it all over. Yeah. It's steampunk, London, <laughs> romance. Yeah. Um,
0: Character-driven.
1: Character-driven. Yeah. yeah. this is you. And
0: the, the, but the characters, like, she's created them, and she's already shown in just six chapters in about a quarter of the book, like, how rich and different their lives are from one yeah. another, and how, you know, they're not just these cardboard cutouts, and yeah. I, I really, really appreciate, like, that amount of work.
1: Well, and what's also so interesting right now, like, with this relationship that's developing between Colton and Danny, is that this weird sense of loneliness mm. that seems to bond them. Yeah. You know, because Colton is a clock. Right. He can't leave his tower. and it Right. He can't leave his least. tower, oppo- supposedly. And... um the the he talks about the mechanics not taking oh not the mechanics the cleaners not taking care of him and how like nobody comes and visits him so he's been self-sabotaging which is also like a really interesting like delve into just because she's been so sensitive to mental health of like yeah. he's like self-harming, he's self-harming to get attention mm-hmm. and that's really fascinating to me um and that but again he's a clock and i'm like i don't know how sentient or humanoid I need to personify these clocks as. but um, So that's really interesting. But then there's Danny, who, you know, lost his father, his, basically has lost his mother, yeah. in a way. There, There is Cassie, but he's not sexually attracted to Cassie, and they seem like friends, but their friendship was, like, has been bloomed from their two traumas, and so he just feels very isolated, and how he talks about everybody is, like, oh, you look pale, you look peaky, can you go lay down after his own trauma? And he's like, no, I just want to get back up and be normal again. And I just want to get back up and yeah. and be myself and be this mechanic. And so it's this weird sort of attractiveness, which I'm not, I don't know, I'm worried about it because I want to ship them because it's cute, but I'm worried if it's unhealthy. It might develop into something healthier. I don't know. I just right now it feels very like, I don't know, it. it I'm wary.
0: Yeah. Like you're wary. It's going to feed it. They're going to feed into each other's mental health problems.
1: Yeah. Like I'm not too set on the fact that like Brandon has good. I'm not Brandon. Fuck. New (laughs) old Brandon Colton has good intentions. Like I just, I I don't know. Oh God. I'm just scared. Danny's going to be used. Like I'm so scared. Yeah. That. You know, we're not going to get a good, healthy cute relationship out of this like the fact that just when he's talking about oh god because even again i keep wanting to call him grant brandon but when colton doesn't want him to leave what does he do he kisses him right i was thinking and don't like know- it was super cute but i was like oh no you're like using him
0: yeah i don't remember um had the relationship When did you read this book it's been i think i read it the year it came out i think it's been four years okay um but i i don't remember how the relationship progresses but i had a similar thought as i was rereading i was hoping sitting there and thinking about how colton is self-harming to get attention and now that he's revealed himself to danny i'm i'm and danny is like said he lied to him and said like oh, i'll come back right and he hasn't um because I don't remember I am also scared that it's going to become a abusive like manipulative relationship yeah but I don't think four years ago I would have been on board with that like
1: that's what I'm yeah like why would you have me love why would you love this book and have me
0: I don't read it right I don't think it's I feel like if I feel like it must not be that way because I did really love it when I read it and I don't think I would have been okay with that even four years ago. Like I wouldn't have. Right. I wouldn't have allowed that to happen. So we'll
1: see. Maybe I'm. I feel wrong. like I'm, no. That's okay. I feel like I'm metagaming my predictions a little bit here. Like <laughs> Allison would not give me a sad book. <laughs> I mean, I would. I would mean, give. Probably. I would give Allison a sad book, but
0: if I, if it was sad, I think I would remember it being sad. I mean, it right. has a lot of emotion. Right. Like no, it, it's gonna pull it, us in a lot of different directions.
1: Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like that cuz in my head this the one of the directions that this could go in is that like the clock tower like sucks him in to get him to do his bidding No, one of the ways that this could go is that like Colton is manipulating uh, Danny into doing his bidding so that he can be set free and be a real boy. You know what I mean? Like there, there's this like I'm going to suck your soul out or so, you know what I mean? Like there's a way that this could go horribly wrong. But I just get the sense that you wouldn't I'd be down for that kind of book. You would not. And I I just I got to think that there's some pure intentions from Colton. I don't know how or why yet. I frankly like my story better. <laughs> but I I
0: mean, like I said I don't really remember. So I'm actually excited to hear what your predictions are, which we should start doing them.
1: Well, the last thing wait, I okay, I'm not really stalling, I promise. <laughs> I okay. I do I do though want to know, why did you pick this book? Like why do you want to reread it? Obviously you don't remember and you you have strong feelings fond feelings mm-hmm. remembering it but like why did you pick this book
0: um well so most of the books I pick I usually don't pick because I necessarily have a burning desire to reread them but I have a desire for you to read them okay so this is one of those first of all this book is super super mid-list McKaylee had never heard of it before so like
1: no but it's also it's, Sky Pony
0: I know but it would like I got it from our our branch library that we both worked at like it was on the shelf. oh like, that's where I picked it up. Um, so I wanted you to read it. I And we had just read Mortal Coil, which was also kind of mid-list. And I wanted to kind of try to give this book a new platform, especially because Tara Sim just had another book come out called Scavenge the Stars. Stars. Oh, yeah. And apparently it's very good. I haven't read it yet. But um, so as an, she's I don't know, she's like a young author, but this is, you know, the book she just released is her fourth book. She's only been publishing traditionally for four years. So more than anything, I wanted to talk about this book. I remembered it fondly. I wanted to see if you would like it, and I'm really glad you're liking it so far.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm I Yes, I want to go <laughs> and listen to it more. I'm very excited.
0: Yeah, and I, I wanted to do something that was lighter than mortal coil <laughs> a lot of because <laughs> jesus christ i think a lot of the times when i pick books it's based on like okay we need a break from that thing that we just did or Yikes. like because i was going to pick a dystopian middle grade book
1: oh thank god and
0: i but then we read mortal coil and i was like well can't do that now um so yeah so i read i think i think it'll be fun to reread i'm enjoying rereading it already um, yeah but i didn't pick it because i wanted to reread it with a burning passion more that i wanted you to read it and you wouldn't unless i made you
1: that's you you are 100 right because I, your reaction to the cover in the description was so negative it's so okay i'm sorry <laughs> it's a terrible description first off any description that starts out in first person is bullshit in my opinion and two it's so vague like it's not yeah there was nothing to pull me in like the the world In of itself, like I have this one book that I'm going to have you read in a lot, like at some point when I get up the courage to do it because I'm nervous about rereading it. But there, there's time manipulation and stuff in it. There's more time travel than I think there is in this book, Mm -hmm. but it's out of print. (laughs) That's the other reason. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't know how she's going to get a copy. But my point is, is that I love this kind of time manipulation Shit, I think the world that she's already developed is so interesting. You know, you introduced me to the steampunk genre. Yeah. And I'm really excited to go back into it because I think it's underrated, especially in YA. And I... And this is kind of a twist on it, too. Yeah, it really is. But from the description, I wouldn't have gotten any of that. I wouldn't have gotten the depth. I wouldn't have got. I would have just been like, this is like a whiny boy. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's set in London and and a romance that's going to stop time. Bullshit. Like, it's That sounds so stupid. But reading it was a whole different. This is definitely not a book to judge by its cover. Yeah. If that makes sense. On that note. I would give it like a whole relook, too. I would, I would just like change all of it. <laughs> Well,
0: and the the other books, she they kept consistent covers for them, which I do appreciate. Um, but I don't know if the they're know, like blue and red. They look awful. Well, but they're. And um, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think they're awful.
1: Ugh, I don't like any of them. <laughs>
0: Whatever. Okay, you're answering now. Questions I'm stalling. Now. No more stalling. <laughs> All right, here at Novel Predictions, we answer a series of questions. Um, well, I should say, Kales is going to answer a series of questions about this Me. book that she's never read. Um, to try to predict what happens.
1: Not only that I haven't read, but I literally hadn't heard of it. Like, yeah. I think this is a, was one of the first books that you presented to me. Nah, not one of the no, first ones. I was, I like, on a the edge. It's a, you give me a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> but, like, this one, I was just like, it's a YA I haven't heard yeah, of. Yeah, that's surprising. That's was what it was. It's YA. When you throw out, like, a random paranormal romance, sure. But, like, this YA one, I was like, ah, fuck. Yeah. So, our questions are loosely based on, like, hero's journey,
0: basic storytelling, plot device kind of stuff. Um, So the very first one, which should be obvious, is does the main (sighs) character fall in love?
1: I mean, uh, yes. But I'm, God, I'm still not comfortable with it. Really, like, the indications that I have right now are that it's, like, not a great relationship, and I'm not convinced of it. I'm not saying that Danny isn't going to fall in love with Colton. It's probably going to happen. And also with the illusion of Matthias and his lover and how that went awry. Mm -hmm. And then all of that shit. Oh, my God. And there's something there and something with his dad. And I just don't. God, I don't know. I'm going to be pulling it out of my ass. The best route I had was the whole Colton wants to become a real boy, needs... Danny's help to do it, manipulative bad guy. um But I, I really don't believe that you would give me this book. Yeah. That ended like that. That's the only reason that's stopping me from doing it. So, uh, la, la. I think that, yes, they fall in love.
0: Okay. I'm going to write. I think they're going to. Wait. No, here. Okay.
1: Where's it? We're going to go with this. All right. I think what's going to happen is I think that they'll fall in love. And I think that. For better or worse, they will help each other out of their respective traumas. I think that through Colton's love and encouragement and maybe like testing out on him, because like he talked about how he wasn't scared when he was telling the story of Rapunzel. Right. I think that Danny will slowly be able to come out of his fear and his PTSD by working on I still can't get Brandon out of my head working on <laughs> Colton. Um, uh, which sounds dirty, but yeah, God, I wanna know how that works sexually. Oh god.
0: Well they can touch.
1: That is true, they can. It's not like he's they, spectral. Yeah, and he's a manifestation, it's fine. It's so weird. Anyway, um I guess it's like the gods. You know what I mean? The gods would like turn into cows and stuff, the Greek gods. Um, or Loki would change shape. Yeah. Anyway, my point is i think i'm gonna go with a positive spin of that the two of them help each other out of their respective traumas and i think that brandon's under fuck me colton's underlying (laughs) issue like he has a deeper secret and a deeper like something's wrong okay other than he's just abandoned and old okay
0: um what tropes do you think you're gonna see
1: okay uh so so far i've seen like missing father or missing parent trope fueled you know the main character is fueled by like yeah. getting their parent back um that's a classic ya trope mm-hmm. an absentee parent or like a you know like a distant one um oh young prodigy we've already seen that one like young ya person who's like smart beyond their years and something right or really super talented not necessarily a chosen one that's not the trope it's the like i'm super talented so i got bumped in the i'm the youngest thing ever i'm the youngest thing ever yeah that yep um so that one um, can we have a straight best friend trope <laughs> i mean like sure. he I would be I... he would be her gay best friend but she's the she's like the but best she's the friend side character yes she's the classic best friend side character um oy. um like drunk mentor type it's a little remus lupin okay ask um Matthias is um um love wins love <laughs> saves the day love wins. okay
0: okay love is the answer yes all right
1: okay is there a mentor yeah Matthias. that's easy Matthias is also going to be his like guide for this like and we're going to find out more about what fucking happened with Matthias and like his love clock lover. Uh-huh. Um, because so let get, let me get this right. Correct me if I'm wrong, okay. but Matthias fell in love with the clock
0: in the town that stopped. Right. So Matthias fell in love with the clock tower in
1: Madon or whatever. Right. And then so then the, but the, the 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 society of mechanics found out about it. and banned him they removed his mechanics license said you're gonna be a teacher only Mm -hmm. and they sent danny's dad to go fix the clock and then time stopped correct okay yeah that's totally matthias's fault and we got a jealous fucking clock lady up in here she is pissed she wants him back and she punished everybody with all the power that she has which is just with time but then we're also getting like those weird little vignettes of the gods which is very interesting to me yeah I don't know what to read into that. Maybe those are just past little stories we're going to keep getting. But those are going to be... Okay, so that's, I guess, another trope. We'll go back a little bit. But that's going to be, like, a, things from the past reflect on the future, which is that kind of same trope of, like, the book you're reading in English class is, like, reflecting what's happening in your real life. Okay. In YA books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So that that's what I think those are. I think they're going to be, like, little hints to the past, and we're going to be like, oh, 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 that's going to happen. Um like just little lessons about time and shit right um i think we're still on mentor no i know but i think he's gonna teach no i know i think he's gonna teach um fuck colton danny brandon you assholes danny um danny um i think that danny matthias is gonna teach danny about the dangers of like getting involved with a with a clock spirit but also the rewards of it like cuz Matthias lost his wife really young right which is another loss like in my head this like th- there's this there's this sim- symbolism of something about like time and clocks like helping you get over something right okay so i think like cuz time heals all right so i think that like the whoever this clock lady tower person was like saw a need of matthias needing help and needing time to heal and they're like a manifestation of time and so she found a way to help him through that just as colton is going to help danny through his trauma using time that's fun i don't know i think this author is smart enough as we've seen to get that deep right yeah i think she is too so that's the thing okay i
0: added a question Oh, fuck. And I think we should probably put it, keep it.
1: Oh, OK. Who is Just the, change the system. We're two years in. It's fine.
0: <laughs> Who is the villain?
1: Oh, God, that's a really great question, actually. Yeah, why do actually. we not
0: ask this question? I feel like we always go over it in the twist, but we don't ask the question.
1: We don't ask the question. I think that's a great idea. Um, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I really, really don't. Do you really think don't.
0: we've met them? I, pff, pff, I, oh, God i will say there is a villain
1: yeah i think okay so we've got some we've got some school bullies right we've got yes delilah no daphne daphne we've got daphne who is like the other young mechanic um who was matthias's intern apprentice person right so we have her we got a brief glimpse of her being a bitch she wasn't even actually really bitchy. No. She just was, like, giving a lecture. She was just, like, cold to Danny. Yes. And then we have... um Then the two... There's the two mechanics working on the clock. Yes. They're, working on the t- they're building the new rude. tower. Yeah, that were rude to Danny about being the director's favorite. Right. That's and, it.
0: And one of those guys... I think Rob was his name. Yeah. Um, Was the last mechanic to work on the tower before it exploded. The one Danny was in. Right. Right. So there's like distrust
1: there. Yes. So. Fuck. Um, I don't know. So I think. Okay. I think Daphne is just going to be like a like a like a Malfoy, like a schoolyard. Okay. Bully. I don't think that she's going to like amount to more than that. Um, I think if anything, maybe later in the series, they might have to be like, we have to work together Mm. Um, because of your skills and my skills. Um, (laughs) and then I think, uh, okay, you know what? We're going to go with the, the two mechanic guys are the villain, but they're driven by a bigger villain.
0: They're like henchmen? Yes. Okay. And the
1: bigger villain is an evil clock tower we haven't met yet. Clock spirit.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. Yes. Do you think it's the the woman? Or do you think it's like a different totally? Different? No, I
1: think it's a different one.
0: All right. Wow. That's awesome. I like that. Okay. All right. Who's going to
1: die? Nobody. Okay. I don't think anybody's going to die no one I dies think, in this one she says not this book maybe in the series but not this i don't think anybody's gonna die in the the book i think if later in the series like matthias might die
0: like just as a mentor does
1: yeah <laughs> as dumbledore style dumbledore obi-wan style brahm Brom. oh Aragon. yeah oh god. <laughs> um oh god <laughs> you just pulled that out my head just hurt my head hurt um god such a bad book um yeah i i don't think i don't think i think it's too early for anybody to die in this book um yeah matthias is going to be like self-sacrificial later um but i think that's that's it
0: okay are you ready
1: ready? no (laughs) never all right what's the twist okay we're gonna go for it so, oh God! okay, I think we're gonna go with my theory of so I think that the they're not supposed to have relationships with the clock spirits, which I think is actually wrong. I think that they've been taught this, but actually, when like a bond is formed between a clock spirit and a and a mechanic who can also you know relay and see time uh-huh. something gets stronger or something gets like more powerful with time or like not that they can necessarily control it but like there's a healing like i was talking about before like a there's a it's actually helpful not harmful like the mechanics think it is okay and that's why i think that like oh, okay maybe they can control time let's go with that because like when they form the relationship time gets fucky funky right right that's the whole point so maybe like that's why they warn the mechanics against getting close to the clock spirits because humans are not meant to control time. They have to, it has to move naturally. But it can actually be a really good thing. So, because of that like super secret power thing that they've been warned against that not everybody necessarily knows, Matthias got a taste of it with his lover clock tower. Mm-hmm. And I think that um he got a taste of it. And I think that there's this evil clock tower. Who is wanting, but he but he needs a human henchman, right? Like you need to it, needs, it takes two, right? Okay, to do this like superpower thing, like the red thread, and it, you know, or the split soulmates. Like you have to have a clock pers- a clock spirit, and you have to have a, a mechanic who can see the fabric of time, and then together they have enough power and knowledge between the two of them to be able to control time. So there's an evil clock spirit who needs a a henchman person who is using these two guys in order to try and do that. But then Matthias and his like lover girl got a taste of it. So he, the, the henchman and the evil one tried to figure out how to like disarm them or like not help. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then, um, so they sent the dad out and, and maybe it wasn't supposed to be the dad that got sent out. Like, maybe Matthias was supposed to go. Yes. And was supposed to get trapped. But instead, Danny's dad got trapped on accident. And so then, um, so they're going to try and build this clock tower. And maybe that's what it takes. Because nobody knows, like, the secret of it.
0: Right. They haven't built clock towers in hundreds of years. Nobody knows how they did it.
1: Right. So I think that the way that they'd have to do it. And, like, make those landmarks is, like, the bond between a clock spirit and a mechanic. And that it's going to be Colton and Danny's connection that is actually bringing the clock tower to start in order to save his dad. But then the mechanics get afraid of that power. And then there's the evil clock tower guy who's, like, doesn't want someone else to have that connection. So the rest of the series is spent, like, breaking them apart. And, like, time gets all skewy, like, Inception style and Wonky. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know if that made any fucking sense. It did. Okay. So there is basically, <laughs> what you're
0: saying is, there's a clock spirit that needs that's manipulating humans in order yes. to, c- to create this bond because that's the only way to control time. Yes. The Matthias and the clock tower, the clock spirit that he was in love with, were forming a similar bond, and so in yeah, order they- to stop them from getting the same power. They yes. sent the human ha- hen- henchmen to destroy the tower and stop time in the town, even though. Yes. But Matthias wasn't there, and it was actually Danny's dad, and that was all just a big mistake. Yes. And that for this new clock tower that they're trying to build, there needs to be that human, pers- hu- like human clock bond yep. to build to like you know put the magic in the tower. Right. And, and then the evil and the evil henchman wants to do that, and they so they want to do that themselves instead of. Yep. But really, but it's going to be Danny and Colton yes okay i like it it's plausible i don't think it's not plausible, and i don't remember so
1: (laughs) i'm on board well i mean because it it, what it does is that it gives the positive because here's the thing i really i'm gonna be actually kind of sad now if this is not the thing but i love this idea of like they are so traumatized and it starts out so heavy and so sad and that in real is in like real life the only thing that heals those wounds is time right And like there's that little parable we get in the beginning that's like, oh, we want these trees to grow, right? Like the the Earth sister goes to her time brother and says, I want these trees to grow. And so he tries to speed up time in order to do it. And he says, no, I'm sorry, I can't. Like you just have to let things go their natural course. Right. And I think that there's some underlying meaning there of their bonds with these clocks and their bond with time and this sort of like relief and sympathy and, and sort of contentedness that comes with... I just have to take this one day at a time and get over this traumatic incident that happened to me and get over the loss of my wife and and my father or my, you know, whatever it is. Right. Um, And I think that's kind of really beautiful. If that turns out to be the case. If not, it might just be some steampunk adventure and then dragons are going to pop out of nowhere or <laughs> dinosaurs because there's time travel, but I'm not going the time travel route. I'm going to go the lovey-dovey, love wins all, and we're going to actually help each other and heal each other into two... I almost said humans, um, but two beings.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's heal our beings. Heal our being. and Yeah, and I think that like part of Colton's secret is that he like knows of other clock spirits and knows of this evil one somehow but like hasn't okay talked about it so he's got and, like, more hasn't... knowledge than
0: he's letting on yeah well. i mean they've mm-hmm. barely spoken
1: oh i know they barely said anything especially like
0: with everyone being on the same page right like they've had one conversation where everyone realizes that colton is the clock tower yeah not a human apprentice mm-hmm. um
1: but I think there has to be, like, it's a kind of like a Beauty and the Beast push and pull with the clock tower people, the spirits, because, like, they can't just, like, come out and say, I need you, human, to control time. Like, but that's what the evil guy's doing. He's like, oh, if you bond with me, you can control time, and we have to build this bond and blah, ha, ha, right? But, yeah. But I think that there's, like, the curse will be revealed if they say anything. You know what I mean? Like... Yes. They have to fall in love naturally. They have to... This happens... And so... That's why, like, Brandon maybe can't... Not fucking... Oh, my God! (laughs) Uh, Colton, not Brandon. Brandon is the little black apprentice, which is another trope, by the way, of sidekick black friend. So... (laughs) Yeah. My point was, Colton has to, like, seduce, help, heal, befriend Danny. He can't just come right out and say it. But so you think
0: Colton is not just falling in love like naturally you think he has an alternative motivation here
1: i don't think i don't think they need to fall in love i think it can be like i think clock spirits know that it can be like a friendship or a bond right well i think it's the love that surprises i think originally he goes into it being like there's an ulterior motive at the beginning though is what you're saying like there's there's a motivation
0: that's not a relationship with this person
1: Yeah, and I think that the love is what surprises him. I think he's like, oh my gosh, this beautiful, brilliant mechanic boy who likes me and blushes.
0: Yeah, so cute. And
1: love is an attractive feeling to these spirits, you know what I mean? Because it's one of the strongest bonds.
0: Okay, so can you give me... um, Have you thought about the last chapter, There's Another Bombing? (laughs) Do you remember that? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Do you... Can you give me any insight into what's going on there why are these clock towers being bombed there was the one that danny was in that got bombed and now there's another one
1: that's been bombed i think there's gonna be like a b plot of the protesters oh okay so we've got like there's some tension right in the town and in england about people who don't think these clock clock towers are natural yes and don't want them building the other one Yes. So I think that the explosions are not part of the overarching magic plot. I think that like the evil time clock person really does want the clock tower to be built. But I think that there are these like human nuisances that are feel that it's unnatural. You know, like not the secret rebellion group, so to speak, but like this, this B plot villain that they're not the big problem, but they're not helping the situation either. Okay. Um. And so I think they're the ones that are bombing the towers. Um, so you think Danny's accident had nothing to do with him? No, I think it had everything to do with him being in the wrong place at the wrong time okay. with the the bombings. I think that these bombings are going to continue to be... Because um, I don't think Danny's a threat. There's like nothing wrong with him right now. You know what I mean? Right. I think he's going to become a problem. Um, For the big villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think he just i think he got caught up in the protests of the this sounds wrong even as i'm fucking saying it i'm like no mikailey nothing is ever an accident in these ya books it's always the the (laughs) lead character has something fucking special about them but i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna call it and say that he needed to have a trauma happen to him and it was the disappearance of his father and this explosion and it was caught up in the protests Uh that are happening and part of danny and not brandon colton's love my god (laughs) colton's love is showing people that this is okay and that this they're gonna keep the world natural and let it go as it's supposed to okay that that's what the timekeepers have been trying to
0: do the whole time okay cool well that's good because i just want to make sure that plot point was not forgotten no that's smart thanks for bringing it up i do think again i don't really remember but i do think it isn't important in some way so okay cool. i agree um why is the story from the main character's perspective
1: i think that because he's the prodigy right and he um he's the prodigy kid he's the one that is going to be young enough and new enough to think beyond the confines of the mechanic society and be able to bring in some fresh new ideas against these older mechanics who have these ideas because he respects and understands the craft. But then he also is young and fresh and is like, I'm in love with this clock tower spirit and look what we can do together and look how the world can be better for it. Mm-hmm. Which they wouldn't normally listen to if he wasn't the young prodigy that they most of them respect.
0: Right. And it seems like he might be a favorite of the... Director, The yeah. lead or whatever, lead mechanic. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what other stories does this remind you of?
1: It reminds me of Soulless, just for the steampunk aspect. Okay. Um, but I haven't read a lot of steampunk. That's mostly you um, in your territory. It reminds me of uh, Carry On, because of the cute male-male romance. Mm-hmm. Especially just the characters, the two of them. With Baz and Simon, they are <laughs> very different. And just their cute kind of falling into accidental romance reminds me of these of Danny and Colton. And there's
0: like a dark and light thing happening too, yeah,
1: uh-huh. And um, it makes me think of the named, which is that time travel series I was telling you about. oh, yeah. um just because of the clocks and the stopping and the starting and the of time, And it's very similar in that sense. But like I said, that book came out in 2005 and and is not in print anymore. Um, (laughs) Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Um, um, In terms of like alternate history, it's kind of like Wolf by Wolf by Ryan Graydon, which is kind of cool. Um, I'm a fan of these alternate histories. Um, Yeah, I
0: like when you take an existing very well-known and often written about time period or area and you just kind of flip it up in a couple of ways
1: which is very soulless you know what I mean there's still the queen and there's still parliament and there's still victorian and the gender roles but then there's also vampires werewolves and ghosts
0: yeah and I actually couldn't tell you I'm guessing that this is not necessarily victorian now that I'm actually thinking about it it may be more like
1: I think it's, like, the Industrial Revolution. It's right. Like late 1800s, early 1900s. Right. That's what it feels like. Like, the real era of steampunk. So, like, right after. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, that's what it feels like. Yeah. Um, they haven't given us any dates. No. Which I'm okay with, though, but you get a sense of it from her writing and the environment that you're in. Like, you kind of know instantly that, oh, this is old-timey. This is, like, smoggy London. This is where everybody's wearing pocket watches and top hats and, right. you know, women are wearing and breeches waistcoats. and, like... Yeah. And, you know, they mentioned Daphne wearing pants and they were like, we don't know if we should bring women into being mechanics, you know? And it's yeah. like, you just instantly know the gender roles that are being yeah. displayed here and the societal roles.
0: And it's like young, rebellious women that are wearing pants and like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Although I'm not going to lie, I love the idea of Cassie like being in a skirt, like a big, like with big petticoats, like getting under a car. Yeah. And like <laughs> just her apron is always dirty. Um, but yeah, that's that's what it reminds me of. Is mainly soulless, the named carry on with a hint of Wolf by Wolf. That is a cocktail. It's like, yeah, it's like quite the spread. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I got all the questions right.
0: Um, yeah, but like, are, um, what are your other thoughts? What are you thinking?
1: How are you feeling? I'm. I. I don't. I don't think I'm right (laughs) because I think that this book is gonna surprise me I think it already has and that's what's kind of delightful about it is that yeah like I was all ready for an episode where I got to rail on your book Uh uh-huh because (laughs) no it's true because we've had some ones where we like them lately yeah and even though I can't fucking remember what the book was before this mortal coil and I uprooted oh yeah which was fine yeah, um, you were like middling on that one. I was middling on that one and I still am. Like I'm just like, ugh, it just was too long. But but um in terms of like just being pleasantly surprised, I lit literally it grabbed me by the first sentence. I was in my kitchen and I put my headphones in and I pressed play on the thing and I opened up the fridge and it was like the second hour was gone or something like that. And I was just like, What? It was alright, like just ears perking instant intrigue and then it just continued Mm -hmm. and I was like it was like the second hour is gone I think was the line or something or two o'clock was gone and and it was so I was already sucked in and then you know Danny turned out to be this really endearing character um and I do kind of want to physically read it I love the audiobook the narrator has (laughs) got a great voice um he's british is why yeah of course (laughs) yeah um but i do kind of want to physically read it a little bit just because sometimes i get lost in the characters like if i'm listening to it i just kind of i'm like oh god i forgot that this evil person existed or something um yeah it's hard to keep track of sometimes yeah just sometimes auditory wise but i I, i'm i think this book is going to surprise me i think it's going to be very um endearing is another word that keeps coming to mind. Yeah, I think... And likable.
0: Yeah, it's a... To me, this book is very... And my my memories of it are very, like, soft. And, like... Yeah. This sweet love story and this very cool world. And there's obviously conflict. um, And, like, important things happen. And there are big surprises. But it's overall very, like, fun and fluffy. Exactly. Because of how much I was into the ship... Of Colton and Danny so
1: yeah which I I still think of him as Brandon for the love of God like it just (laughs) in my head Brandon 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 which is awkward because it's my sister's boyfriend's name but I know I definitely shipped the two of them if it turns out to be healthier like if I can just if 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 they can learn from each other and they can grow from the self-harming and the PTSD
0: I mean, there's definitely and they don't of, incite mani- that in each other. Right. There's definitely a certain amount of manipulation that happens at the beginning when Colton is trying to get somebody to come p- pay attention to him. Yeah. Um but he's a clock. But he's a clock, right? And it doesn't you, we don't know necessarily like now that he and Danny are everyone's on the level, like everyone knows what's going on. Yeah. I'm hoping that that behavior changes cuz he's trying to get a specific person to come see him not just any mechanic.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, me too. Well, good. I'm so
0: glad you're enjoying it. I am. I really am. I hope our listeners are too. Yeah, I hope you're reading with us. Um, If you can get a copy, check your local libraries. They're good about holding on to stuff a lot of times.
1: Um, And support your local indies. They can always order it for you. Just because mine's on back order doesn't mean that you can't get it. Because depending on where the warehouses are located, it's easier to get books and order from them. So, so check check your, your local indie. Check
0: your indie. And also, like, look on... Libra FM if you want to do the audiobook, and that's a great place to support your local indie bookstore as well without having to backorder books.
1: Which also, just to just to explain to everybody, because I actually had to answer this question at an event last night, indie, when we say that, or indies, is independent bookstore. In case I know this is a book podcast, but in case anybody's joining us for the first time or is not like prone to the book world like Allison and I are, which is totally understandable. It's a weird little world, and I don't blame yeah. you for not getting into it. But but indie, when we say that, means independent bookstore, which what that means is is that these are bookstores that are not corporate entities, um, that do not have different um, branches located out the country, like Books a Million or um, Barnes and Noble. We're not grocery store bookstores, like you know when you can get cheap books from Target or Sam's Club or Costco or. Walmart, um, and we're not Amazon, and you can't buy it online only. And we're not a used bookstore. So it's like this kind of in-between-the-road where you can still get new books, um, but you don't have to get them from corporate retailers. That's what indies are. There's so many of them, and if you need to find your local one, you can go to um, bookweb.org, and bookweb.org has an indie finder and you can type in your zip code and find your closest indie bookstore. Um, I just literally there was so funny at an event that we had last night, our author kept talking about indies and we were so happy that she was promoting us. But then I literally had two women come up to me and they were like, I'm so sorry and I'm so behind the times, but what's an oh, indie? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, let me I'm happy. Thank you for having the yeah. courage to ask when you That's didn't great. know something. Like that was how endearing it was to me you know and it was like these like middle-aged white middle-class to rich women and they were like what do you mean what's an indie yeah and i was just like yes of course you would not know this in your culture like let me explain it to you and so i was really proud of them for coming up and asking but i wanted to give that little bit of a spiel just in case we had any listeners who did not know what that was so
0: go ahead and get the book and read it with us if you've not read it before
1: yeah i'm sorry I'll stop off. I'll stop <laughs> off fine, my soapbox now.
0: Is it's voting day. Yeah. It's what
1: everybody's thinking. you know. Everybody's like all the th- all it's the public policy things.
0: Um, and go ahead and read with us if you want to join our Goodreads book club on Goodreads. I'll get the book up there today. And follow us on all yeah, the social media on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and if you haven't liked and subscribed and left a review on our podcast on your favorite podcatcher or Apple Podcasts, it is super duper helpful for us. So. I encourage you to do that. It's five seconds out of your day and it makes us very excited and happy every time we get a new one.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you guys for listening and for reviewing and just sticking with us over the course of these like two years and our 21st book that we're reading. Oh my gosh,
0: we're so old now. Our books, our podcast can go out
1: drinking tonight. Is it by podcast years or by podcast episodes? episodes?
0: In order. Otherwise, what are we doing here? No, we did 21
1: books but we have 41 episodes i don't want to do the math we do books we don't do math i'm 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 ready let's do this done all right (laughs) i want to go back and read
0: all right um what do we say on this podcast to leave
1: (laughs) oh my god i'm kales uh i'm allison keep making novel predictions
0: Bye. bye